and welcome to the Quietest Moments podcast. I am your host, Sherry Homiyun Myers, and this is a show that's really dedicated to those on a journey of self-discovery and inner peace. My show is all about the quiet moments in life and what have been some of those quiet moments that people have experienced. What have they taught them? The lessons, the insights. There is so much we can learn in the quiet moments of life if we just listen. So this is going to be the type of show that's going to expand your mind in so many different ways and is really going to help facilitate more of your growth on your own personal self-discovery journey. So I say buckle up hit the follow button and enjoy the ride and welcome to the quietest moments. Okay. So on today's episode, I am so excited. I'm talking with a beautiful friend actually, and she's a business partner. Her name is Jennifer Marie Canella. And Jennifer, a little background on her. She's a special ed teacher for over 14 years. She's a health and wellness coach as well as a fitness instructor. And she's into Reiki and energy healing too. So Jennifer helps people in so many different ways. And what I particularly love about this episode is you really hear about some of the more difficult challenges that shaped her into the woman she is today. This strong and confident person, when you hear about some of the things she's gone through, and even as she expresses some of the things that really helped her, it's all beyond inspiring. So I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Jennifer Marie. Okay, Jen, I am so excited to have you on the Quietest Moments podcast. Welcome. Thanks, Cher. It's a pleasure. Yes. So let's dive into your background. Maybe you can start off by telling us a little bit about your journey to where you are today. So if you don't know me, hi, my name is Jennifer. I am a special education teacher. I have been teaching for 14 years. I got into the special education field because my brother growing up had speech and language delays and I was the only person that was able to understand what he was trying to say. So at a very early age, I was exposed to a a child that had a learning disability. Um, So because I knew that I was the only person that was able to understand where my brother was coming from, I was able to be able to help him to talk. Um, Along that journey, I then started teaching. And then along that journey, being a special education teacher and having a bachelor's of psychology with the child development concentration, and then going to school to get my master's in elementary ed and special education, I figured having a psych degree would actually be able to help me understand why kids do what they do, why people do what they do, why their brain is wired what it is, to be able to help these children overcome any difficulties and triumphs and challenges that they face on a daily basis, which then led me into personal development and meeting Sherry um, a few years ago, maybe like six or seven years ago. Um, Personal development really is such something so important where not only am I able to use it on myself, but I'm able to take bits and pieces of it and use it in my classroom and my daily life. Along that journey with personal self-development and having Cher as, you know, my life coach and, you know, helping me overcome and step out of the uncomfortable to feel comfortable, I then was introduced to an amazing nutritional health and wellness system um, that really 
reset my mindset overall, mind, body, and soul. And then I was able to see these amazing results, feel awesome, have my energy back that I was lacking, that I wasn't able to get with the other modalities that I was using. And then on top of that, I then discovered Reiki. So all of these modalities really helped me to be where I am today. Now, when you think about where was I many years ago, many years ago, many of you don't know this, but um, I was going live for a very long time growing up. I moved when I was six years old in sixth grade to um, a different town from Port Jefferson to Port Washington, and I was badly bullied in school. And when I was badly bullied in school, there was a lot of internalizing issues that were going on inside of me, thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen to me? Is the bully going to be nice, mean, whatever you want to coin that term? Am I going to be alive? Am I going to be able to see the daylight and be able to step outside of school? So back in those times, I lived in a lot of fear. And fear was like my best friend at that point. And this ego, this story that was in my head, kept telling me all these stories that I wasn't good enough, that I was not capable of achieving all of these things. Because these students, these kids that were particularly boys, and some of them were girls, the bullies, were very, very mean and very, very spiteful and vindictive. To the point that my hair was pulled and I was pulled down the stairs. So having, looking back on that experience and living in that experience for about three years, really was an eye-opener for me because growing up, I was very popular in school. I was, you know, in the student council. I was the secretary. I was the treasurer. I was the vice president. And then I became like the principal in uh, the, pre the president in student council in school. These experiences, I just want to let you know, should not define who you are. They actually, in turn, when I look back over 20-something years ago, have really made me become a stronger person and the person that I am today, where I'm able to assist and inspire and help many people of all different ages and all different walks of life in this journey of life so far. Mm. And when you think, Jen, thank you so much, first off, for sharing that. So powerful to hear about your journey. And when you think back to the lessons even that you learned during this time, what are some of the top lessons? Some of the top lessons is don't think, as the four agreements say with Miguel Ruiz, is don't take things personally. So back in those times, I would always take things personally because I couldn't understand why I was being the victim and why I was the one that was being bullied. And was it something that I was doing or saying that made me do that? So one thing I really learned is don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions because you don't know what someone else's life story is like. You don't know what they've been through and you will never know what, they're being, what they have been through unless you actually live in their life and walk in their shoes. So those are two of those. I also learned to um, let go of fear. So along that route, I was a dancer and um, dance was like my second home. Dance was very therapeutic to me. It was my outlet for me to let go of all of the negativity that happened to me, all of the bullying, where I was able to be myself and express myself with music because music is therapy, words and actions. So with that, it made me become freer. And I realized that music was like my own natural therapy. I also want to say that um, you can never really judge a person, just like how they say you can't judge a book by its cover, you should never judge a person. Because even though people are very vindictive and very mean, there's always good in every single person. So every person has something positive about them. 
So never judge a book by its cover, which means never judge a person based on what you know or just based on by meeting them because there's always good in everyone. Mm, I love that. I think immediately as you talk about that, Jen, of how we can only see people from our own programming and we can only see people from the place that we see ourselves. And when you think about the bullies and folks who are even adults and bully other people as adults, it's not something to take personally because it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Or like you said, you don't need to be defined by these experiences. But when you think back, like what, what was it that helped you get through some of those tough times? Maybe you can shed a little light on that. So some of the things that helped me get through those tough times during the middle school years in the seventh, more so towards the like middle of sixth grade into seventh and eighth grade was I always knew that every day I was going to go to dance. So I just focused my mind on, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go. Like dance is my therapy and bam, I'm going to be able to express myself. I'm going to have friends there. No one's going to bully me. No one's going to tease me. No one's going to mock me because that was a way for me to express myself and not be judged, for example, as well as, you know, working out, going to uh, soccer, softball, playing sports, and being around people that wanted to do and invest in the same things that I did at an early age, as well as being a cadet in Girl Scouts, you know, starting out as a, I think you start out as a, uh, um, a, a Girl Scout, or I forgot what it is, a brownie, or whatever the blue, whatever it is that you wear with the blue sash, and you work your way up really taught me a lot of morals about life and to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel that I guess I had to at that point embrace and feel the darkness in order for me to see and shed that light and turn that light bulb on and take my sparkle wherever I go and not allow someone to take it away from me because of what I encountered. And a lot of people ask, you know, how does this not affect you now? And for me, just trying to look back on all of the things that happened and to try to take the reasons why people did what they do. Like, we'll never know why people do what they do. We can make all these assumptions and we can come up with all these ideas, right? I learned that a lot. The reason why people did what they did is because they weren't happy with themselves. And when you're not happy with yourselves and you don't love yourself on the inside and out, you're, you're going to be somebody that's going to actually engage in these kind of actions, right? Uh, bullying, maybe self-hurt or, or things like that. But you can't, you can't let that kind of stop you. And, you know, knowing who you are and loving yourself and kind of being, okay, like, I understand that today might not be the best day. I would tell myself, like, all right, today might not be the best day, but let me look forward to this. I'm going to have dance at the end of the day at this time, and then I'm going to go to this sport, and then I'm going to go here, and I'm going to be around all these people that have positive vibes that raise me up with energy instead of Debbie Downers that – withdrew and sucked all my energy like a vampire out of me. Mm, I know exactly what you mean. The energy vampires, especially I feel like with your journey, I'd love to learn more about where you talked about um, personal development and your self-development. What's that journey look like? Like, what do you do? What do you recommend? What's worked for you? So um, I was always very big into yoga and yoga, you kind of medit you start your class off by like a meditation to kind of get the mind, body and soul at one and relax and to let go of your day. 
So when I found Sherry many, a few, I think like five or six years ago, Sherry, correct me if I'm wrong, I really started to really um, adapt a ritual into my life that she actually coached and taught me on. And that was really to find a few minutes out of your day to set the tone, whether it's writing in a gratitude journal, writing down all these amazing things that you have gratitude for, playing some kind of meditation to kind of just set the tone for the day, to put the mind, body, and spirit into one and to ground you and to bring you into the present and to know, okay, like I'm going to do the best that I can today because that's why I'm here, to develop your purpose and your why and your vision. So that also reading a lot of different books and listening to a lot of podcasts and audios like Spirit Junkie with Gabrielle Bernstein, Marianne Williamson, Kim Dyer, you know, Deeper Chakra. So like some of those really helped me and still on a daily basis, like I will always start by writing in my gratitude journal, three things that I'm grateful for every day. Then I will meditate. And if those for some reason are just not sticking with me at that time, I try to ground myself with some kind of nature whether it's going outside and just listening to the natural sounds of the earth or taking, you know, my dog with me outside just to get the fresh air and breathe all that amazing positive energy that nature and life has for us because each day is a gift. Um, I also, along that journey, developed Reiki. Never knew what it was, but found out that it's all natural energy with all the different chakras of the body, there are seven from your head to your feet, and balancing and working on the vision of each single one has really helped me become a more grounded individual today than it did years ago with all of the thanks and guidance and support from obviously Cher. Mm, so awesome. I love hearing just about your journey. Immediately I think of the word healing. And this, as you talked about earlier, being bullied early on and just at a young age, having to really be mentally challenged. I think a lot of us have wrestled with some negative thoughts and beliefs as adults, you know, mm -hmm. and we carry a, around a lot of that pain. When you think about your quiet moments, Jen, and I'd love to get your perspective on this, like when you even think about to some of the quietest moments in your life, what comes up for you? Can you say that again? Yeah. When you think about the most quietest moments in your life, like the moments where they really got you quiet, like maybe it was a decision you had to make or it was immediately, maybe you think back to that time where you were bullied, where you had to think about, you know, do I go back to this school or what do I do? Like what, what have been your quiet moments like? Um, hmm. there's a lot of different ones. Um, so I guess we'll go along with what you said, like, Hey, you know, I know that I'm being bullied and I didn't want to go back to school because each day was a fight for me to go. So I would just kind of just get up and just carry out with what I needed to do and kind of tune out the, the bad vibes or these, um, victims that the, these bullies actually that were really mean but I also knew and I always looked forward to getting quiet with myself in a dance class like an improvisation class because it was able 
to allow me to let go of my day, let go of what happens and just feel like I could be myself in my own skin and embrace what I was given and not have to worry. I'm going to be looked at a certain way. Or I'm going to be made fun of or they're going to throw me down the stairs or whatever it is that they were going to do, throw pencils at me. So dance, for example, was a way for me to really quiet myself, even on a more struggling day when I forced myself to try to go to school because I knew that I had to learn because obviously we need to get educated because we need to learn so that we can make something of ourselves and succeed. So that really was kind of like my scapegoat in my head to kind of get me quiet and like clear on what I needed to do. Yeah. It's always so interesting to hear about, you know, the quiet moments and what that was like for you. And it sounds like Jen, that dance was huge for you. You mentioned it earlier. You mentioned it now. How do you incorporate dance now? Like, are you, I know you're, you're into fitness. So, you know, how do you incorporate dance right now in your life? So right now we're living in the times of COVID-19. So it's been a little bit challenging. However, I am a Zumba instructor. You know, I have a kickboxing certification um, as well as I taught trampoline fitness. So now I found many years ago, Soul Cycle. Soul Cycle is amazing. The music that you hear kind of gives me that vibe of like dance being a therapy in a different kind of way where it's for the mind, body, and soul all in one. So hearing different genres of music puts you, you know, you could be walking in somewhere and you could be like, oh man, I had like a crappy day, excuse my language, or today was just not my best day. But the moment that I hear music, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's fast, slow, uh, you know, current pop music or an older music. I don't know. It just does something. It automatically switches that switch to give me what I need in order to sustain the day or to in order to sustain that task at hand, whatever that may be. So also too, when I was teaching a lot of classes, I don't know, the vibe and the energy and the mood just gave me that natural ink to do what I needed to do and to inspire and to help others. Mm, so cool. You do so much. I love it. It's, it's so exciting for me to hear about your journey, Jen, because you've gone from when I think back to early development, you know, being bullied is a really big thing. There's a, millions of people that have been bullied around the world and it makes them very quiet and reserved. And for you, when I see you're, you're such a teacher right? Like you, you teach academically and in the education world, you teach in fitness, you teach in health and nutrition, you know, when you think to all the stuff that you've learned, what like really, really lights you up the most right now? Inspiring and helping people. So when I hear that people are, or, you know, even strangers, for example, like I had someone the other day say, your energy is amazing. I could feel it when I'm 20 feet away or the energy on that bike. You just killed that class. I don't know what you did or how you got there, but you just have like an amazing spark of energy and you bring a good vibe. So one of the things I learned is that, you know, just being yourself and just trying to be as present as you can and just show up and do and be what you need to do. Um, help others, spread your light, spread your love, share the wealth with others. Um, I don't hide, you know, the health and wellness and nutrition as a secret. 
when people are like, oh man, you're looking good. Like, what are you doing? Where are you getting all this amazing energy? Like you're always full of energy, but I don't know, something is different today. Like, what did you do? And I'll tell them, I'm like, you know, I work for a nutritional health and wellness company, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's what it goes. Here's what happens. And you know, you can experience that too. Um, I've also learned that each day and each moment is a gift that we're given, right? So you never know what you're going to be faced with. Like right now, everything can be all gun ho It can be so great. You can have all these amazing things that you want in your life. But then, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, things might start to go down. So what do you do in order when you start to feel yourself sink down, like on a roller coaster going up and down? How do you bring yourself back to that neutral point, right? How do you do that? Like, what do you do? And if you take like the whole bullying thing, like I was down, like really down deep like below sea level, if you want to say that. And how did I rise myself back to come to sea level, to come above, right? Being positive, doing things that I love, like dance, music, um, you know, the whole thing with personal self-development and just, you know, seeing people succeed really and feel their best is really what lights me up. And I know that during this rough time that we are in, it's been very difficult and presents a lot of challenges for people at this time. So just being an encourager, motivator. Mm, I, and you're such a good motivator. I have to say you are the best motivator, Jen. Thanks, Cher. So are you. And when you think about now advice, right? I feel like for you, you've learned so much. Has there been any advice that you've gotten or received that's really been helpful for you? Okay, so there's been a lot of different things. Um, I would say that for me, it's to, one, always show up as yourself. Never allow your sparkle to dim to, 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 to dissipate, always take that sparkle wherever you go and like make it like glitter. So one, showing up and being yourself, right? Don't try to put on an act. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Just be who you are. And I find out that when you be who you are, amazing people and amazing opportunities come knocking at your door. Positivity, you know, surrounding yourself around good vibes. So when you feel that something isn't right intuitively, go with that gut. Because most of that time, that gut is trying to tell you something, that something doesn't feel right. Go with it. Because I've known that I've let go of toxic relationships for those kind of reasons. And it just makes you feel so much better. And it feels like you got that heavy weight lifted off your shoulders. And you could breathe, right? You don't have to cater to that and always be oh my gosh, what are they going to tell me now? Oh my God. And then they bring, they get into your energy field and then they suck your energy out and be that vampire sucker instead of, you know, rising you up and helping you out and encouraging you to rise to the top. Mm. And also I think of resources. Were there any resources that were really helpful to you? Maybe even later in life, like maybe in the last 10 years, anything that's helped you? I know you mentioned some books and podcasts. You did mention Spirit Junkie, Wayne Dyer. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Was there anything that particularly stood out to you that really helped you? Those um, also to A Course in Miracles. I haven't read the entire book, but I've read bits and pieces of it. So certain excerpts in there. Um, obviously, I'm going to say all of the amazing tools that you have taught me, guidance, spiritual, support, 
being a mentor, coach, business partner, all of those that you have implied for not only myself, but obviously everybody else that you come in contact with have been amazing. Um, let's see what else. I mean, there's just a lot of different things. Um, you know, having that morning ritual and that morning routine makes a big difference. I feel all these years, but mostly, mostly those and the people that you mentioned. Yeah. Been key. I love that. I love that. And I know you mentioned Wayne Dyer. He had a podcast too. Before he passed, he made a podcast. That was amazing. And for you, you're constantly learning. You're such a continual learner. I love where you talked about um, the glitter, right? Like take your sparkle and make it like glitter. That, I love that because we all sometimes, we get scared of our shine and we get scared of our sparkle. So for the person, Jen, that might be listening that knows they are capable of doing big things and, and being happy and, and feeling fulfilled, but something is holding them back, what might be some advice you'd give them? Okay, so I love that because I was in that situation many years ago. So what helped me is that you have to feel uncomfortable. You have to step, into, you have to step out of your comfort zone in order for you to feel comfortable. It sounds, it sounds like something easy to do, but it's actually not. But I know that once I was able to step into my power of that to feel uncomfortable, then I was able to, as I said, take my sparkle and make it like glitter and just kind of leave like a little imprint wherever I went with people. Mm. not easy. You know, there was a lot of times I cried and I doubted myself that I wasn't able to do it because I allowed the ego in my head to take over and to take control because again, it's, it's fear, right? Which is false evidence, pure and real. It's not really happening, but you feel like it's really happening because it's a story that you keep telling yourself. It's a story that's like in your head, right? So how do you get out of that head? And I would just be like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to get to the point of the top that I need to get to, to the pinnacle, to the summit of my mountain. Because that's why I'm here. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose, to inspire, to shed my light, to be a light worker in, in many different facets of life, whether it's teaching in the classroom, whether it's teaching fitness, whether it's speaking to a random stranger, health, wellness, coaching, you name it. I'm there and that's my mission and that's my reason. And it took me a long time to find that why and to find that reason and to be able to be filled up with all this passion and love and amazing things that I'm given, my gifts to share with the world. Mm, love it. Love it. And I know you spoke about what's been lighting you up. So thank you for that. Where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? So you can find me on two social media accounts on Facebook. You can find me at Jennifer Marie. There's um, a picture there of a little puppy <laughs> with a blanket with a paw print. And you can also find me on Instagram at full of life 1122. And then obviously LinkedIn under Jennifer Canella. Perfect. Perfect. And any last words? Um, I would just say, you know, you're not in this by yourself. We're here to help you. You're not alone. Don't feel shy. Don't feel embarrassed. Try to step out of something that makes you feel uncomfortable 
Um, and once you begin to do it, it's going to become easier and easier. And as I said earlier, I believe like all these amazing opportunities come knocking on your door once you feel that. And once you actually do it, like the first time I ever launched my anti my bullying video, I remember texting you, share, oh my God, I don't want to share my story. I don't want people to know who I am. Oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm crazy or this and that. But the moment I did, it was like, wow, like too late. Now my story is out there. Like I got uncomfortable very quickly. So challenge yourself to get uncomfortable because when you do do it, the uncomfortableness, kind of like what I did, never thought I would be coaching and helping people for health and wellness, even though I am a natural teacher in that, but never thought that would happen. But when I put my story out there, it was like, all right, all amazing opportunities came knocking on my door. I got asked to be a public speaker in the schools where I teach in New York City and the South Bronx and go in there and educate kids about bullies and, you know, the different kinds. And I told them my story. So be able to kind of be their role model. So do it. Challenge yourself. You'll, it'll be worth it in the end. How amazing was that episode with Jennifer Murray? Such a good conversation. I took so much away from listening to her and, and just being reminded of these things like dance as an outlet for stress and, you know, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and how a lot of things in life first started off being uncomfortable, but then we get used to it. And sometimes for us, that discovery is that we're uncomfortable being ourselves around people. And that's what we have to really embrace is this journey of expression and self-expression. So if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you're following the Quietest Moments podcast because this is exactly the type of journey we're taking, this journey of self-expression and self-discovery, of inner peace and self-love. So thanks so much, guys, and I'll talk to you again soon.